It's a story you need to hear to believe, then grab your popcorn because there is more. I share this with you because this is a very unique look at where leadership is. And you will note, regardless of your side of the aisle, that you have seen this in leadership before. This idea of, no, 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 the problem is you don't know, you don't understand. You don't know how to do it right. You're the issue. If only you would just do it our way. If only you would just change. If only you would just go along. Remember, this is exactly, exactly, exactly what they say about Senator Manchin and Senator Cinema. You won't go along with ending the filibuster? Well, you're racists. And so we're clear, Representative Maxine Waters has referred to Senator Joe Manchin, Senator Kirsten Cinema, as racist because they won't do away with the filibuster. They have sent the signal. They've been clear about it. They don't care about minorities. They don't care about blacks. They don't care about people in their own districts who they're going to deny their voting rights and undermine their voting rights. Wow. Well, that's all a lie. And no one uh, aggressively explains to Representative Maxine Waters what a low-class, low-rent person she is. What an awful, terrible bigot she is. What a hateful human being she is. What a lack of role model she is. Meanwhile, she's funneling hundreds of thousands of dollars to her daughter to put together mailers. So Maxine Waters basically runs a, 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 a poor man's um, money laundering scheme. Who does it right is Representative Ilhan Omar because she's able to filter millions to her husband for his lobbying firm or for his, for his marketing firm, whatever they call the thing. So when they disagree, it's not because there's a disagreement. It's because they're racist. It's an attack from the beginning. Well, of course, this is the way the elitist thinks. This is the way they go about their lives. Everybody else isn't doing what they've told them to do. And if they would only do what they were told to do, well, then it would all be better. If you would just do what you were told to do. This brings us to Paul Begala. Paul Begala saying this right here about Democrats. Like infrastructure, what we want to see is that same power and passion being put behind voting rights. Do you think that's fair criticism? Did President Biden put more effort into getting infrastructure passed, for example? Well, he, he got infrastructure passed, and that's a good thing because success can, can breed success. He is putting the full force of the presidency behind it. I, I think the problem for the Democrats right now is, is not that they have bad leaders. They're bad followers, okay? I read the most amazing essay today from Andy Young. Andy is former mayor of Atlanta, former UN ambassador, and more importantly, probably the closest confidant and aide to Dr. King. He told the story. Well, we don't need to hear the story because I don't actually have that part of it. The idea that the Democrats have bad followers. Well, who is he referring to? Now we got to break it down because he can't be referring to all Democrats. Because clearly some Democrats are doing, wait for it, what they're told.
Now, Democrats would say this about Republicans. They'll say that, you know, all the only good Republican followers, according to Republicans, are ones who follow Trump, and those who don't, the never-Trumpers, they're the bad followers. See, that's how they would engage that argument. But the Republican Party as a whole and conservatives as a whole, they don't feel this. They don't say this. We make the argument that the never-Trump point of view is a radically inept one. It doesn't provide them any value. We don't understand what it does for them. But certainly, we could agree on immigration. So we don't understand this point of view, but we can understand that point of view. But a lot of people say, see, it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. It is about uh, the, the Democratic Party aggressively saying to themselves, you're only good if you do this. And thinking that that's going to work when it's not going to work. You know what I've learned about the Never Trumper? They are not going to change their mind until they do. And some people have been able to profit off it and some people have indeed changed their mind. I was discussing this the other day. Those people who signed that National Review letter when Trump first ran, oh, you can't vote for Trump. They were all wrong. They were friends. They were all wrong. It was a ridiculous, nonsense position to take. You were betting on the fact that Trump wouldn't get a nomination and then you would look, like, really smart. It was, a fool, it was foolhardy. It was all about posturing. And a lot of those people had to eat the crow and then, and then pivot. And some of them truly came to understand a value in fighting. Democrats don't accept the value in standing up and saying there are rules. The bad follower, according to Paul Begala and according to Maxine Waters, is the one who won't change the rules for their need at the moment. And when you call people bad followers, that's, that, that isn't a way to get people to your side.